Okay. And this one also. All right. Okay, so let's learn a little bit. So, uh, you know, I, I can't say this is necessarily like a Shtukal miniseries, particularly about Shavuos per se, but, you know, it's definitely, I guess, getting us closer to the Shavuos spirit, you know, once we uh, turn the corner after Lag Beimer. So it's, uh, it's getting closer to Shavuos. So we know that one of the, um, you know, not everyone does this, but most, most, most of you didn't do this, that on, on Shavuos, the Minig is... It's, it's, it, it's from Chazal. It's rooted in a in a in a brayse mesachasayfrim that one one shalein megils rus on shavuos. So that's a, a well known well known Indian of reading megils rus on shavuos. The question is why. So there's basically two reasons that are offered. Two uh, more most commonly known reasons of why megils rus is appropriate on shavuos. So number one is because rus converts in the megil of rus. Right. That's what it's about. It's basically about her conversion. And so, you know, the theme of Shuas is basically that, that the Jewish people also, to a certain degree, convert to become Yidin. And that's always, you know, that, again, that's a sugya by itself, really, a topic by itself, is to understand the nature of the Jewish people before Mount Tyra. Was it a full conversion? Were we, like, you know, were we not, not Jewish, so to speak, and then, then became Yisrael or not? Okay, but to whatever degree, you know, we receive the Torah on Shuas, so Rus receives the Torah also in Megillus Rus. That's one explanation. Another explanation that's also well known is that Rus, and that's how Megillus Rus really, really what it's written about is to describe the Yichas of David Amelech. Rus is the great grandmother of David Amelech. And so David Amelech's yard site is Shuas. So that's why we lay in Megillus Rus as well. So that, that, that's, now that's an interesting thing. That the fact that, hey, listen, okay, David Amelech has to have a yard site, uh, has to fall out uh, one day of the year. So it happens to be Shuas. The fact that we commemorate Dov Melch's yard site on Shavuos clearly is, um, must, be, must be bound to the Yontav of Shavuos itself. In other words, you could have just said that Dov Melch's yard site happens to be on Vav Sivan, which happens also to be the Yontav of Shavuos. But the fact that on the Yontav of Shavuos, along with every, every Yontav, there's Megillus that are read, right? So Pesach, we have Shir Shir, and that's read on, on Pesach. You have, uh, obviously, Esther and Purim and so on. And Megillus Rus on Shavuos. If this is one of the Megillus that are read on Yom Toivim, so it must be that the fact that Dov Melch's yard site is, on, is, the, is Vav Sivan, it's not just because it's Vav Sivan. His yard site is Shavuos. So there's something Shavuosic that's related to Dov Melch. <coughs> now the truth is, this Indian of Dov Melch being deeply connected to, uh, to Torah, which is what Shavuos is, the Jewish people receiving the Torah, is not a coincidence either. The Pasuk says regarding Dov Melch, Hashem imay, that Hashem was always with him. What does it mean Hashem was always with him? So Chazal say, that whatever, whenever there was a, uh, you know, machlekes in the Sanhedrin or in Chazal, so David Melch's opinion was always followed. He always had the halacha. So David Melch, and that Pasuk where it says, Hashem imay, Hashem was with him, that's talking about his success as being a Melch. That's a simple... That's a simple pasuk that Hashem was with him, and others used Matzliach in all of his endeavors as being a king. And the Chazal are interpreting that in terms of his ability to to say halacha properly, halacha kamaisim So you see that the Indian of David Melech is not just he's a Melech, and his yard it happens to be on the same day that we got that we got the Torah. His malchus, when the pasuk says Hashem was with him, and his success in being a Melech is bound to the concept of of him being. 
a, a receiver of Torah as well. So this connection between, again, the, 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 the celebration of Shuas as being a day of receiving Torah and also a celebration of Dovin Melech are bound to each other. Now, when we talk about when we talk about the giving of the Torah and the receiving of the Torah, you know, there is one tzaddik that comes to mind that sort of is the uh, you know the, the the linchpin that connects us to Torah, and that is Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Moshe Kibbal Torah Misinai. So Torah is, is is certainly going to be deeply connected to Moshe Rabbeinu, and if the Yontiv of Shuas, which is the Yontiv of Torah, which is Moshe Rabbeinu's sort of uh, that's his Indian. It's also a yantif that's celebrating David Melech, so it must automatically tell us that there's going to be a bond between Maisha and David Melech himself. And that's what we're going to be learning about now for a little bit, the unique relationship between Maisha and David, and what this has to do with Shavuos. Now we'll see, you know, usually again, when we think of Shavuos, we think of it as, a, as sort of a standalone yantif. It's a yantif celebrating us receiving the Torah, 100%. But in Chumash, if you're just simply reading the Pesukim, Shavuos is not a standalone, a standalone Yantif. Shavuos is a completion of something that began with Pesach. And so Pesach is defined as a Yantif of redemption. It's a Yantif of Geula. And so the Geula sort of begins, you know, with Pesach and sort of completes with Shavuos. In fact, that's what the Ramban famously says in Chumash, right? That the, that the redemption is not complete until we got to our Sinai to receive the Torah and so on. That's the, that's the Geula. So the Geula of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim was incomplete until we got the Torah. And as I mentioned, even Pesach time, for those that remember, the Yantiv of Pesach is not only commemorating, it's not only connecting us to the Geula of Pesach, it's also uh, a seed that contains within it the Geula of Mashiach, mm-hmm. which means that Shavuos, again, it, it, it can't just be seen as a standalone yantif. Shavuos is, has to be seen as a yantif that's connecting to us to a gula shlema, to a complete gula, which is the coming of Mashiach. That gula shlema, we connect to the beginnings of it on Pesach, and we connect to the completion of it on Shavuos. And this is not a coincidence, the fact that Shavuos, as a standalone yantif, is always viewed as a, as a yontif celebrating Torah. But from the perspective of, from Pesach's point of view, Shavuos is a completion of Geula. Those are not uh, separate things. The Rambam famously at the end of Mishnah Torah, right? The Rambam tells us at the, the very last halacha of all Mishnah Torah, the Rambam says, what is Mashiach about? What's the, why, do, why do the Jewish people long for Mashiach? What's going to happen over there? So the Rambam says that, uh, again, we spoke about this maybe a few weeks ago, you know, is it going to be miraculous? Not miraculous, that's not for now. But the Rambam says that the ultimate Indian of Mashiach is mm-hmm. that the whole world will be full of Hashem's knowledge, of the knowledge of Hashem. That'll be the pursuit of all peoples. The world will be set up perfectly for us to just be focused on, on getting to the, bot, the secrets of Torah. We'll be able to understand the understanding of our Creator. A full, a full unpackaging and a full shlemus of Torah itself. That's what Mashiach is. That's what, that's, that's what Geula is about. <coughs> so the whole Indian of Geula is really about releasing the floodgates of Torah. That's Kimolar, Tzdei HaShem, Kamayim Yom So Shavuos is a celebration of Torah, but again, from the... From the from the broader vision of Pesach, it's not just a celebration of us getting the Torah, it's also a celebration and sort of foreshadowing the ultimate celebration of the full revelation of Torah. The revelation of Torah began by Arsini, but it becomes ultimately fully unpackaged 
with the coming of Mashiach. So again, so Shavuos is a yantav that celebrates not just you know the event of Har Sinai; it's a celebration of Torah in its fullest sense. And the Torah in its fullest sense is uh, is what Shavuos is again from the perspective of from Pesach till Shavuos, seeing it as a yantav of Gula. And so, and so th- th- this is this is the interesting dynamic as we're going to we're going to explain it over the next few minutes, which is again. The Yantav of Shavuos is going to be identified and connected to two tzaddikim, Maisha Rabbeinu and Davr Melch. Maisha is one that gives us a Taira, and Davr Melch, it's his yard site. <coughs> and as we said a second ago, Davr Melch's connection to Taira is not just he was a Talmud Chacham. His Malchus, his Malchus is defined as a Malchus of Halachik Maisha a Malchus that, that is defined as uh, someone that, you know, was, that was, that we Paskin always like Davr Melch. And so these two tzaddikim, Moshe and David, which is related to Shavuos, and Shavuos is also a yantif, which from a broader sense is a celebration of, of the, the ultimate, you know, fully unpackaged uh, giving of the Torah, which is the coming of Mashiach. So these two neshamas of Moshe and David are going to be very related to Gula itself. And that's what we're going to be investigating now. Okay, so this is all just by way of introduction. We'll, we'll begin learning now and you'll, you'll understand better what I'm, what I'm trying to get at. But okay, let's, let's begin. So what we're, going to, what we're going to learn now is again, we're, try, we're, we're going to be learning, uh, tonight at least, what we're going to be learning about is, okay, it sounds like an interesting, uh, you know, basically the neshama of Mashiach. What, what is the, you know, neshamas are complicated organisms. They're made of different parts and so on. So what, what is the nature of that neshama that's called the neshama of Mashiach? And that's going to give us a better, and if we identify that, it'll give us a better definition of what gula means. And again, as I said, Shavuos, again, from the perspective of Pesach, is not just a yontif in isolation celebrating Mount Torah. It's a yontif that's celebrating the, the, full, the full giving of the Torah, which is, which is the full gula with the coming of Mashiach. So understanding the Neshama Mashiach better will give us a better appreciation of what that means, of what Torah is, and what a full picture of Torah is about. And, uh, and from there, we'll be able to see what our Vaida can be also leading up to Shavuos. Okay, so enough introduction, let's learn. Okay, so Marmokin number one. So we'll begin like this. The Rambam, this is a Rambam in Hilchis Malachim. Okay, so it's uh, towards the end of Mishnah Torah. The last section of the Rambam are Hilchis Malachim, the laws of kings. So over there he talks about all the halachas of, of being a Jewish king. And so at the, the very end of that, the last two prokim in Hilchis Malachim, the Rambam talks about Mashiach, what Mashiach is halachically, you know, and, uh, and the era of Mashiach. So he says, Ram says like this, HaMelech HaMashiach Asa Lamaid, so there's going to be, you know, Mashiach, the king Mashiach is going to come, Ulahachzer Malchus David Liyoshna, and halachically speaking, what, what, is, what is Mashiach, not just a symbol, not just a theory, Melech HaMashiach means the return of Malchus based David, to return the, the Malchus of the Jewish people, starting from David Melch, to return it. There's a mitzvah in the Torah, one of the 613 is to have a kingdom, to have a king. And once David Melch was anointed as king, now the Malchus remains in his family. It was, you know, sort of, uh, it was broken to whatever degree during Gaulus. When Mashiach comes, the Malchus will return. So Mashiach is, is the return of that Malchus based David. Lebem Shalar Yishayna, to its original to its original authority. So again, that's the Melech Mashiach Asa Lamed. Mashiach will come up. Ula Hagzer Malchus Beis Davul Yoshna. Malchus Davul Yoshna will return Malchus of Davul Melch to its to you know of old. Lemashol Rishayna to its original to its original Malchus. Ubayne Hamikdash. He'll build the base of Mikdash, which is something that 
that Davra Melch himself wanted to do. So that's also uh, something like sort of, uh, you know, a side point, but the Ram is making a point of this, is that part of the Malchus based David and part of sort of solidifying the position of Malchus based David is having a base Amigdash. That's why David Melch himself wanted to build it. He wasn't allowed to, but at least his son built it. And so the building of the base Amigdash, it was not just a, a place for, for Karbanis. That is solidifying the, the rule of Malchus based David. That's why there was no one allowed to sit in the base Amigdash except for a king from Malchus based David, because that wasn't just a place of Karbanis. That's a, that's a symbol of Malchus based David. So part of the coming Mashiach is. What Mashiach means halachically is the return of Malchus based David, and because of that, he'll have to build the Beis Hamikdash, Umakabitz Nidchei Yisrael, and he'll have to return the Jewish people to Eretz Yisrael. You can't have a king without a nation, right? You could be, you know, if you're a king on a desert island, it's not a king. So, reestablishing the Malchus based David again means obviously to have a king. That's Mashiach himself, a Beis Hamikdash to solidify that that the Yerushalayim is the capital and so on, and Klal Yisrael returning to the land. The Chayzin Kol Mishpatim Biyamav. All the laws of Tyra will return in his day, just as it was before. Again, as I said before, the Pasuk says, Malchus based, is defined as a successful king, because the halacha always followed him. So the Malchus of David Melch, as I said, is bound to Tyra. It's bound to halacha, it's bound to mitzvahs being, being followed, or at least possibly being followed. So, the, so again, what does Mashiach mean? The Rambam is telling us. Mashiach means, halachically, the return of Malchus based David, which needs all these components. It means you need a king, you need a people for the king to rule over, you need a base of Migdash, and you need the Malchus to be a Malchus of mitzvahs, a Malchus of Torah. That was the Malchus of, of that was David Melch's Malchus. And then the Rambam goes on, V'cholmish in and by. This is a little bit of a side note, but the Rambam says anyone that doesn't believe in the coming of Mashiach, or even someone that doesn't doesn't long for it, doesn't uh, doesn't want Mashiach to come. So says the Rambam, you should know the person. That person is not just denying, you know, uh, uh, you know the the Nevi'im, because throughout Navi we have promises and descriptions of Mashiach. El you should know that not believing or not even wanting Mashiach means that you're denying person that such a person deni- is denying Chumash, because we have prop- as, he, as he's going to say in a second we have prophecies about Mashiach and Chumash. You're also denying Mashiach. So it says around like this: because in Chumash we have predictions, we have Navu about, about Mashiach. Shinemar, so he goes, he quotes from Sukkim. So for example, it says that Hashem, Hashem promises, as a pasuk Chumash, that Hashem is going to return your captives, and he'll gather you from all the nations. That's, that's, a, that's a prophecy about Mashiach. Even if you're scattered to the far ends of the world, Hashem will bring you back. So those are pesukim in Chumash about Mashiach. So says the Rambam. No, if, you de- if a person doesn't believe Mashiach, it means you're not just denying pesukim in Sefer Yeshaya. Means you're denying pesukim in Chumash. Ve'elu advar hamufrash v'taira, and these pesukim which are open, like uh, clear pesukim in Chumash, heim koylim kol advar mishenem aldei kol anavim. They contain, you know, maybe in in a, in a condensed form, they contain all the prophecies that are then later expounded upon and explained in Navi. But it's all rooted in these pesukim in Chumash. So denying Mashiach is denying. These pesukim in Chumash. <coughs> the Rambam continues. After parshas Bilam Namar, and you should know, says the Rambam. Besides these pesukim I just quoted, which are pesukim uh, towards the end of Chumash, even in parshas Bilam we also have pesukim talking about Mashiach, prophecies about Mashiach. V'sham nive b'shnei Hamashiach. It says the Rambam, you should know, in parshas Bilam, in the prophecy of Bilam, it talks about two 
two kings of the Jewish people. The Mashiach Harishin, the first anointed one, meaning Shehu David, which is David HaMelech, Sheishia is Yisrael Miatzerehem, who who saves the Jewish people from their enemies. So Bilam already prophesizes about David. And Bilam also prophesizes about the coming, of, about the, the final king, so to speak, the future king from David Melch, which is Mashiach, what we call Mashiach. Says the Ramam, and Bilam, which is again in Chumash, prophesizes about both. So the Ramam now gives you a few examples. So it says in Parshish Bilam, one of the, the, first, the prophecy of Bilam, one of the prophecies is, Erenu v'loyata, says, says, says Bilam, I see it, but it's not now. Says Ramam, Zed David. That's a reference to David. And then Bilam continues, Asherenu, I gaze upon it, v'loykar, but it's not close. So it's not, again, on the simple reading of the Pasuk, he's being poetic, he's just repeating himself twice. I see it, it's not now, I gaze upon it, it's not close. Says the Ramam, no, no, no. The first part of the Pasuk, I see it, but it's not now, that's David. I gaze upon it and it's not close. Zemelach Hamashiach, and then Bilam continues. Darach Kaychav Miyakov, a star will shine forth from Yaakov. Zedavid, that's referring to David. The Kam Shevet Miyisrael, a leader will emerge from the Jewish people. Zemelach Hamashiach. The pasuk continues. Bilam says, Omechitz Pasei Moyav, he will he will uh, uh, conquer the, the the countries of Moyav. Zedavid, that's David Hamelach. The Karkar Kol Bnei Sheis will conquer all the places of Sheis. Zemelach Hamashiach. And the Pasuk continues, that he'll have, the place of Edom will be his inheritance, said David, and the Pasuk continues, he'll also have an inheritance of other countries, that's the Rambam. Okay, so there's a, lot, there's a lot going on in this Rambam. The Rambam, again, always, whenever you do Rambam, there's always two things to know. First of all, the Rambam is focused on telling you halacha. Nothing more. He leaves commentaries in Purushim Prush, and Tanakh for other, others from other people. Halacha, number one. Number two, no extra words. So the Rambam seems to be breaking these rules over here. Nachamol, let's start over again. The Rambam first told us a halachic definition of what Melech HaMashiach is. And that was, that was very clear. Melech HaMashiach means a return of Malchus based David. And to return Malchus based David, it means a legitimate Malchus based David needs a king, needs a people, it needs a based on Mikdash, and it needs a Malchus that's run based on Torah Fine. And then the Rambam said another halacha, which is important to know. You have to believe in this. You don't believe in this, that's a big problem. <laughs> Why do you have to believe in this? Because it says in Nevi'im, because the, the, you have prophecies of Navi that you have to believe in this. Now that should be enough. Because the Rambam, for example, in Hilchus, uh, in Hilchus uh, Tshuva, where he goes through, you know, you know, titles that you don't want to have in the back of your name, you know, like MD is okay, but Apikairis, Min, you know, Kaifer, those are words that you don't want in the back of your name. So one of the things over there is someone that denies any part of Tanakh. So uh, if, if there's Psukim in Yeshaya or anywhere else in Navi that talks about the coming Mashiach, uh, that means I better believe in it. Okay, fine. So that should be enough. But then the Ramam starts this whole other Indian. Ramam says, by the way, okay, first of all, you should know that if you don't believe in Mashiach, not only are you denying Psukim in Navi, which is already bad, right? It already gets you those titles. It says Rambam, you're also denying Torah and Moshe Rabbeinu. Man, that's a funny thing. You're denying Chumash. Those are the four lines in, right? But Torah or Moshe Rabbeinu, huh? Right, why, why is it necessary? Right, why is it necessary? So we understand there are differences in Allah between Chumash and Navi, but for this context, in terms of what we have to believe in, it's irrelevant. Whatever it says in Tanakh, you have to believe, finish. Uh, no, you should know, there's also Pesachim and Chumash about this. Okay. And he makes this point, you're denying Torah, 
which, okay, fine. And you're also denying Nevuas Maisha. And then the Rambam says, okay, fine, where is it in Chomish? So he quotes us Psokim in Chomish. V'shav Hashem Elkecha Shavuos Chikot Psokim. Fine, that's all you need to know. I'm denying, I, I, there's Psokim in Navi that tell me about Mashiach? Fine. You want to tell me that uh, it's even a Chomish? It's also fine. Gesundheit. But then the Rambam says, oh, by the way, you should know, it's not just a couple of Psokim. There's a whole thing in Parshish Bilam which also talks about Mashiach. You want to tell me that also unnecessary. You want to tell me that gesundheit. But then the Ram says, you should not. Let me, let me break it down for you more clearly. That in Parshish Bilam, where he talks about Mashiach, Bilam, Bilam talks about Mashiach and Davra Melchol at the same time. Because he says that, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, Aren of Layata, Shun of Laykarv, everything in Parshish Bilam is doubled over. Because one's talking about Dav, one's talking about Mashiach. Why is all of this unnecessary? Tell me, again, once I know that it's in Navi, it's, it's enough. When it, knowing that it's in Chomish is unnecessary. If you would tell me it's in if once you tell me it's in Chomish, fine. Tell, quote a Pasuk, fine. One or two Pesukim is good enough. Parshish Bilam, even that's unnecessary. You, you want to mention Parshish Bilam? Reference it. No, no, not reference. I'm going to tell you the Pratim of it. And, it's, and this whole thing of Dov and Mashiach, what's not, what is this? The, the issue over here is whether you believe in Mashiach, not whether you believe in the historical personality of David. What's the nafkamina? So tell me that in these of Bilam, it talks about uh, Mashiach, uh, no, David and Mashiach. In Hill, but in Day, in Hilchas Tshuva. In Hilchas Tshuva, he says that, yeah, 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 in all of Tanakh. So, so these are the problems. So here, the thing is like this. What the, what the Rambam, we'll begin to unpackage this, Hashem, piece by piece. The fact that the Rambam, let, let's, let's start from this, from this way. <clears throat> if you take a look at the first line, let's go back to the first line of the Rambam, okay, in Marmokka number one. There's a little bit of extra wording over there. Mashiach is going to come, fine. And return Malchus based David to its, uh, you know, to its old, you know, stature, to its old power. And then the Rambam, th- th- that should be enough. To its original Malchus. That's what it means, Liyashna. No. Again, the words are, Lahavzer Malchus David Liyashna. Mashiach is going to come and return Malchus based David to its, you know, of old. Return Malchus based David of old. To its original authority. That's, that's what it means to return Malchus based David of old. What the Ramam is hinting to us here is, is the following idea. That Malchus based David, Mashiach himself, and that's what, he, that's what this halach is about, is that person, Mashiach, that has the halachic, you know, that, that has the halachic status of the one that returns Malchus based David. He's not just someone to sort of like carry the baton. The baton was, was from David to Shleima to Rechavim, Bechulu, Bechulu, all the way down to the last king of Malchus based David. Then it sort of ended with the Churim Ba'is region. Okay, the baton is sort of sitting there. And then eventually, a, an anical, a great anical of Davra Melech, or a great anical of, uh, of uh, Chizkyo Melech, whatever, is going to come and take the baton and he's Mashiach. If that's what Mashiach is, just simply just another person in the line of Malchus based David, carrying the baton from just, it, you know, from, you know, it was thrown by, uh, by King Tzidkiyo and it just like traveled in the air for 2,000 years until finally Mashiach catches it, then that's all you need, then the, all, all you need, the Ram needs to say is that, that there's going to be a king, to return the Malchus to, uh, you know, to, uh, of old, because that's what's happening. The Ram is hinting to us something deeper than that, that Mashiach himself, halachically, has to be seen as not just a, 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 
an inheritor of the throne of Malchus Beis David. He has to be seen as sort of a return of David Amalek himself. That's, That's why the Ramam adds in those words, to its original Memshola, not just Stam, to its original Memshola. This is why the Ramam Davka, when he, when he, again, as we'll see soon, with the Inu of Moshe Rabbeinu, with the, that we're not going to answer yet, but this thing that the Ramam says, referring to Parshish Bilam, and the whole time the Rambam says, and in Parshish Bilam, it doesn't just have a prophecy about Mashiach. It's a prophecy about Mashiach always in relation to David. Eren of Layata, that's David. Ashuren of Lekarov, that's Mashiach. Omechitz Pasemayev, that's David. Karakar Kolben Eshes, that's Mashiach. The Rambam is bringing out this point is that the halachic status of that person, Mashiach, is not just, just another king on the line of kings. That's good enough when the Malchus wasn't broken. When the Malchus is broken and you need to return the Malchus, it's not just enough to have a great-grandson of David taking it over. You have to have someone who halachically can be seen as stepping into the shoes of not just King Tzidkiah, but stepping into the shoes of David Melch himself. Now the truth is, this is codified in the Rambam, even halachically as well. Marmaka number two. So this is a few halachas later. What we just read was halacha aleph. In Halacha Dalid, the Rambam says like this. The Rambam over here in Halacha Dalid gives us more specifics about what this person has to do in order to uh, at least prove himself as worthy of, you know, having his name in the, you know, in the hat of Mashiach. If a king, now that's already something, the fact that he's even being described as someone that's a king. So it means he's, he's doing something that's, that's royal. And we know his lineage is from David. So, if a king arises by the Jewish people and he's from the house of David Amalek, so he has the Yichas right, and he seems to be doing everything that a Jewish king is supposed to be doing. Says the Rambam, that's still not enough to even think about him being Mashiach. What does he have to do? He has to be involved in Torah learning. And involved in mitzvahs. Like David, his, great, his father. Like David, his ancestor. Obviously, based on Tarshav and and he has to compel the Jewish people to follow the ways of Torah, and to reinforce Torah itself, and he fights the wars of Hashem. That's a pretty good candidate. But this is an amazing thing. Again, the fact that he has, that he has to reinf- learn Torah, reinforce Torah, fight the battles of, Yid- of the Rabbanish Shalom, 100%. You have to rip off the shackles of Golis. It takes, it takes effort. But that's not enough. The Rambam says, his personal avoid in Torah and mitzvahs has to be kedavid aviv. Now first of all, the Achorim deal with that. Like, how do you classify it? Like, what does that mean? How do, how do we determine uh, if he's like David? Okay, that's a question by itself. But the very fact that the Rambam stipulates like that means that Malchus based David, Mashiach is not just again, it's not an, because of the break of Golis, it's not just enough for him to be just the next king in line. He has to be seen as stepping into the shoes of David Melch himself. That's al that's al <coughs> Now, to go a little bit more pneumistic into this, again, everything in halacha is always reflective. Uh, in the, in the, everything in the guf, let's, let's say, everything in, 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 in you know, externalities and physic, physically is always a, reflective, a reflection of something that's going on in the neshama. The fact that al the Ram is telling us that Mashiach has, is not just an enakal of David, but to a certain degree has to sort of, again, step into David's personal shoes. This, is, this tells us something about the, the neshama of Mashiach as well. Because, again, it's, if, if soul-wise he's just a great descendant of David, then, then him wearing the shoes of David is just like a kid, you know, 
playing, like Lahavdol, just like playing uh, with his uh, mother's or father's shoes, you know what I'm saying, walking around, doesn't fit. If, if, if this person is embracing the, 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 avoid of, the, the avoid of David himself personally, that means that that must be who the person is. Now, if you take a look at Maramukha number three, again, this is a piece from Shara Gagulim, from Rechaim Vital, from Narizal. He's not talking about this particular suga, but he gives us a, a yisait. Says, he says like this, When you really want to define a person, the Rizal told us the, the real definition of someone is not their physical body. It's not. The physical body of a person is simply your mode of transport. That's, that's your garment. That's your garment. It's not the person himself. Who the person is is the nisham inside of them. And so when we talk about everything that, that this person, Mashiach, is going to have to do, it, it can't just be a matter of, of, of his body or just what he does. To truly define a person, like Rechaim Vital says, it's a matter of defining the neshama. If, if this person is stepping into the roles of David, it's not just going to be enough to say that he has to fulfill the, you know, just like physically or, or even spiritually to do those things. He himself has to be, be'etzem, a reemergence of David and What we're getting at, what, we're, what we seem to be getting at right now is, as we'll see soon, is that it would seem that, Dov, that Mashiach himself would have to be a Gilgal, would have to be a reincarnation and a reemergence of the Neshama of Davra Melch. Because until, like, the, like Rucham Vital said, a person is defined by the Neshama, not by the Guf. And so, and so the Guf is not, uh, you know, the, the, the Guf of Mashiach is clearly not the Guf of Davra Melch. It can't be, right? Uh, so to say that Mashiach is going to have to be the reemergence of David. It, it it doesn't you know it it it, it, it again what I'm what, yeah the point is like this if Mashiach has to be the the reemergence of David Melech that that to, in its fullest sense in its fullest sense obviously cannot be fulfilled by the body because this person's body is not uh, that person's body but it can be fulfilled in its fullest sense once we understand that a person is anyway not their body. Who a person is is their neshama, and as far as the neshama is concerned, yeah, it's very, it's very, very possible that this person, namely Mashiach, will not just fill in the fill, you know, be the return of David Melch in terms of what David Melch does. It'll it could mamish be the return of David Melch in terms of the neshama, and this is something that we say taka by Aishana Rabba. It's one of the lines in Aishana Rabba, and you find this in the Sfarm Keseder. That what it's, we say in Hashanah Rabbah, that Ish Tzemach Shemay, we daven for Mashiach, Kol Mavasa Vasem, that's what Hashanah Rabbah is davening about. We say Ish Tzemach Shemay, that Mashiach is uh, Ish Tzemach, a person that, that grows, a growing person coming out of nowhere, so to speak. Who David Batsma? He is David Melch. I mean, he is David Melch. He does David Melch things. No, 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 but we're saying, no, no, he is David Melch. But he's not David Melch physically. No, he, but it means the, the, his ability to do David Melch things. And, the, and that is significant in halacha is because he is Davra Melech. What do you mean he's Davra Melech? His body's not Davra Melech. His Nasham is Davra Melech because that's what a person is anyway. So in other words, in other words what we, let's put it this way. What we see from the Rambam, let's just break it down. What you see from the Rambam is that halachically what Mashiach has to be is someone that is a, 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 a return of what Davra Melech was. But in the Rambam, just by itself, okay, it means that he has to do Davr Melchtik in Yanim, on a Davr Melchtik level. But again, in Pneumius, what, 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 we, what, what we can then sort of, you know, breathe into that idea is that this is not just 
a, a, a matter of like what his schedule is like, and he has to on his uh, on his schedule it has to be Davnachtika schedule. No, it, the, the, the reason why his schedule has to be like Davin Melch is because that's Mashiach is Davin Melch. I house Mashiach Davin Melch physically; they're not the same person. The answer is again from that result, you're not who your body is anyway. Who you are is the Nisham. So in other words, so what is Mashiach? So what Mashiach is is a return of literally a return of Davin Melch, and because of that, to prove or to solidify this person as the reemergence, literally of Davin Melch, so he has to do Davin Melch things. And that's exactly what the Rambam was talking about. Parshas Bilam, back and forth, Dovin, Dovin, and so on, Dovin, Mashiach. Okay. But here's, what, what, here's where it gets a little bit interesting. So until now, we have this idea, and again, I could have easily quoted you Svarim that are like, you know, Pneumistik is Svarim, Kabbalah Svarim, that to say this idea that Mashiach is a Gilgal of David. But I don't want to just do that. I want to show it to you where it's coming from in the Rambam, like even halachically, where, where this is not just a, an esoteric idea. This idea of Mashiach being a Gilgal of David is is is, is neat, expressed itself halachically in terms of that Mashiach himself has to be a a return of David Amelch. So this is true halachically, and it's coming from this place of the soul. But here's here's what's 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 interesting. In Marmok number four, the, the, again, there's a lot of lot of places that you have this idea, but just one 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 particular one. <coughs> this is from the Sefer Ema Kamelch. Ema Kamelch is a very very Old Kabbal Sefer. It's uh, it's coming from, it's coming from it, it, the Machaber. The Sefer was a Talmud of the Ramami Panu. It was an Makobel in the early 1600s in Italy. So, so this Sefer Eimek Hamelach. So in Shari Yud Gimel Perachav Gimel, he writes the following thing. The context is not important, but he's this. This is what he says. We begin da the Chazad Dalas Yisrael. So he says that he's describing some of the qualities of Mashiach. And he says one of the qualities is that he has to see, he has to be sensitive to the pain of the Jewish people, to the impoverishment, impoverishedness of the Jewish people. Begin the Chazadal Yisrael. So he's going to see the, the, the suffering of the Jewish people. Shu Mashiach, that's what Mashiach is about. V'iyu nitzitz Moshe. It says in the Kamelech, and you know who Mashiach is. Mashiach, the soul of Mashiach is a spark of Moshe Rabbein. The Perkuna Beitalia, because all Geula depends on Moshe. Shenamar, because it says in Pasuk that Hashem, that Yaakov gives a bracha to Yehuda, that Yehuda, Yehuda, that Yehuda should always have the leadership, Malchus should come from Yehuda, all the way until Shilai comes. Who's Shilai? So Shilai means Mashiach. Rashi says Shilai means Mashiach. Says the Emekamelch, but Shilai is Begamachia Mashiach. So it means that the word in Chumash, that's a reference to Mashiach, and this is a Pasuk talking about the progeny of David, right, from Yehuda. So, but you should know, in terms of Neshama, it, it, the Neshama is going to be David Amelech, uh, going to be Moshe Rabbeinu, Gemachi Moshe. once Moshe Rabbeinu comes, Yev ki The only person that can fix the whole world, you know what I mean, is, is, is a Moshe Rabbeinu. And then the Imakamach already references that this is in the Zayar and Parshish Brashis and in many places. He'll be the one to return the crown to its glory. The It's interesting. Not only Moshe Rabbeinu, but you should know his entire generation. Moshe Rabbeinu's entire generation is also going to come back. To fix what was missing because of the sin of the golden calf. And through him and his generation. All the elements will be fixed. That's the coming of Mashiach. So we have, huh? So the need, so the the, the anitus of Moshe is Mashiach. 
Mashiach is not Moshe Rabbeinu, but Mashiach is Anitzis of Moshe. So what we see is a little bit of a, of a steer. That on the one hand, again, we saw in Halacha, right? And this is, you know, again, uh, reiterated by the Mekubalim as well, even in the Nusach of Aishana Rabbah, who David Ba'atzmai, Mashiach, the soul of, obviously, and everyone agrees that the body of Mashiach obviously is not Moshe, it's not David either. It's a descendant of David, that we all agree upon. But in terms of the Neshama, who is the Neshama? So again, you'll have one, one Makar, one Inyanim, that it's David Melch himself. You have Mitzad Sheni, we have the Yemek Melch, according from the Zaras and so on, that it's Moshe Rabbeinu. So which one is it? Now, by the way, just Agav, going back to the first Rambam, without being able to explain how they come together, but the, the same Rambam that kept on, that kept on uh, you know, focusing on the connection between Mashiach and David was also the Rambam said, it's not enough to just to believe in Mashiach because it says it in Navi. You've got to believe it because it says in Taras Maisha. It was Taras Maisha. This Indian of Maisha Rabbeinu being bound to our connection to Mashiach. And the Rambam is interesting. You don't, it's not just enough to believe in Mashiach. You have to want Mashiach. In other words... Let, let, let's, let, me, let me say it more succinctly. There's something unique about this Iker of Amuna as opposed to the other Iker Amuna. In this Iker of, of faith that the Ram is telling us, it's, it, it's, it's more than just a belief. It's the, the belief that we have to have is a way of connecting, is a way of, of living with, of, 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 of it resonating with us deeply. It's not just a belief. You have to want it also. You have to want it also. And so... It, 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 in, in, a, in a pneumistic way, what you can say is that, that the Indian of Tzipisli, the Indian of wanting Mashiach, is a way of bonding between you and this Indian of the Sogi Mashiach. If your connection is only through the Nevi'im, it means you're not, you're not fully connecting to the Indian, because the Indian of Mashiach is a return of Moshe Rabbeinu. And so to fully connect to the, to, to the Sogi of Mashiach, it has to be through Taras Moshe. Can't just be through Yeshaya Navi, as as truthful as Yeshaya Navi is. But the Indian of Mashiach, which is not just an article of faith, it's something that we have to connect with, right? Through our desire, through our tzipia, through our hope. That's a way of bonding between us and it. That Indian of Mashiach has to be seen through the lens of Taras Moshe, because without that, it, it's missing. You're you're missing what the what Mashiach is, and then it's missing in terms of what your connection to that Indian as well. So Mashiach is bound to Moshe Rabbeinu. So this is the but this is the stira. Is it David? Or is it Moshe? Is it David or is it Moshe? So there's the Gemara and Sanhedrin. Okay, Maramaka number five. So far so good? I mean, it boils down to a simple kasha. Is he a Gilgal of David or is he a Gilgal of Moshe? That's pretty much, okay? Fine. So, <laughs> everything... Of, of Moshe? No, of David. Of David? Oh, that's part of the Amun of Mashiach, is that there has to be. No, but do we have... Today, do you have, uh, yeah, no, uh, that people know that. I mean, some people have good yichas, but uh, but that's part of the emuna. It's to believe yeah. that such a thing is possible. Again, this is all this. Yeah, this is all a discussion. Again, this is important to point. This is all a discussion of the neshama of Mashiach. We're not talking about the guf, the body of Mashiach. Every that's the it's clear that it has to be a descendant of David Melech. It's not. It's a descendant of David Melech. That's for sure. His, his, his the official shevet that he's going to be a part of is not shevet Levi, right? So that uh, if Rabbi Kiva thought that he was Mashiach, then he must have been from Shevet Yehuda. That's a, maybe that was whatever. That, yeah, but he would that, that would be the halacha again in terms of the neshama. That's something else. That's what we're talking about now. Okay, so there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin. Now this Gemara in Sanhedrin initially is not going to answer the question. It's going to make the waters a little bit more murky, but it's going to lead us to the answer. Our welcome number five. There's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, Tzadikas and Base. And bear in mind, again, just to remind ourselves, once we can identify better what, 
what is this Indian of Neshama of Mashiach that'll tell us better what Gula is about, because this is the person that brings us to Gula, right? So understand better what Gula is about. We'll understand, therefore, better what Tyra is and what the goal of Tyra is, because again, as I said from the very beginning, Gula, the Raman tells us, is a time where Matan Tyra will finish. Like the giving of the Torah will come to completion with Gula. So this is why it's important to know who Mashiach is. So, Mar Sanej and Sadiq Hesim and Beis. Om Rav Yudah Marav. Rav Yudah said in the name of Rav. Asir HaKadosh Baruch Hu Laham Bin Lahem David Acher. This is, Rav is telling us that, 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 we, that we believe in the coming of Mashiach. And the, and the Rav is defining for us what does it mean, Mashiach. The Rabbani Shalom is going to come in the future and to give us a, a, another David. Give us another David. Now this, right away, just that line by itself, sounds pretty much like everything we said in the beginning until the Emek Amelch, which is that again, the Mashiach is not just a king from the progeny of David. Halachically and spiritually, soulfully, he is David Amelch. And that's the Lashon of Rav. So now you're David. Probably you, 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 the simple interpretation would be a return of David Amelch. Shinamar says in Pasuk, there's a Pasuk talking about Mashiach. That they will serve Hashem their God, this David Malcolm and David their king, Asher Akulam, which I will establish for them. So that's the Pasik. The Pasik describes Mashiach as David. Mamsh. Hakim Loinamar doesn't say David and Melech that I did establish for them. Elohim means says Rav, the one that I will the, the Mashiach will come and that he's being described as David. That's what Rav said. So Rav Papa heard this and he said to Abaya, Fali Kasha, I Voksiv, the David Avdi Nasi Lahem La so it's like this. Rav Papa, Rav Papa says to Abaya, and he, uh, to explain, he picks up on the language of Rav. That Rav said, David Acher, that he's going to give us a new David, a different David. No, he's going to give us David Mamish. Says Rav Papa to Abaya, doesn't the Pasuk say, David Avdi, that my, my David, in other words, uh, David number one, is Nasi, will be there Nasi forever. So what's Rav talking about? A David Acher. Adarab, it's not another David, it's Mamish David. It's the old David, the David of old. So this is a funny, this is a funny debate. Again, physically, we're, we're talking about a descent. Like, what are we talking about over here? Like, what are we talking about? But says, this is what he says. Again, Rav said, Hashem is going to give them a new David. And Rav Papa asks Abaya, what do you mean new David? It's the, it's the same one. David Avdi, Nasim Lailam. David, my servant, and I was the, the original one, will be their leader forever. So says so Abaye answered, what's the answer? Kesar Upalgi Kesar. It means it'll be there'll be the main king and there'll be a second. The main and a second, like a, like a vice a vice president. The president and a vice president, a Caesar and a and a vice Caesar. What does that mean? So what does Rashi say over there? Rashi says like this David Hachadash Melech. When when Rav Rav is correct, Rav said that the Rabbanish was going to send a new David. <coughs> That he, the new David is Mashiach himself, that's going to be the actual king. David Melch is the king that will be established. That's a, he's called David, but he's called the new David. The David HaMelech, but the original David HaMelech will also be there. He'll also be involved over here, but Shani Loi, but he'll be a second to the king. That's why. The pasuk that a Rav Papa quotes, which is "V'David Avdi," that David, my servant, in other words, the first David, Nasilam will be the Nasi. Nasi means not the king, but it means uh, the second to the king. Because of Melach. Okay. So, uh, what does this all mean? So we have this Gemara that sort of like 
talking about this Indian of Davra Melech, sort of Mashiach being identified as David, but we're being told that no, there's there's David number one, there's the original one, which 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 this person Mashiach will be a return of, but that's not going to be the Iker Melech Mashiach. The Iker, so, let's put it this way, not necessarily two different people, but the Iker uh, uh, aspect of the Neshama of David Melech is going to be also David, but being defined as a David Acher, a second David. So it's so it's almost let's put it this way. It's almost as if this person Mashiach or this title Mashiach is being is being defined as it's all Davidic, but there's 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 the original David, and then there is David two point something like that, and they're both going to be it's one individual. It's, with, with two so, but but Pashtas, you can say it's one individual. You can say also it's two individuals, and this is after Tchias Mesim. But let's go with the the simple approach. That's one individual and two different components. Do this person is there's the Old David, which is the sort of a secondary component, and then there's the new David, which is the main component. But this new, so how, what do you mean a new David? Like what, what's going on over here? So now we have a third Indian. Until now we had David and we had Moshe, and now we have David but a new David. Like what, what, what's going on? Okay, so to bring all this together to answer all this, I guess you could say simply is an Archaim Hakadosh. Okay, it's an Archaim Hakadosh in Parshas Vayichi, and he tells us exactly what's going on. And then everything is smooth sailing. Okay. The Archaim HaKadosh in Parashat Vayichi. Ki edata divri hazar HaKadosh. Now, the Archaim HaKadosh is dealing with the original steer that we had, which is, is Mashiach a reincarnation of Mashiach, uh, of Moshe or David? Which one of the two? Now, he doesn't uh, bring up this Gemara and Sanhedrin, but you'll see it becomes answered. Ki edata divri hazar HaKadosh. It's well known. You know what it says in the Zayar. Ki Moshe hu agayel. That Moshe was the redeemer. Ashagol savaseinu. That he took us out of Mitzrayim, right? Obviously, through uh, the Rabbanu Shlom sent him to take us out of Mitzrayim. And who yigal isanu? The Yashabadim l'gvulam. And Moshevenu will return uh, as Mashiach to take us out of this Golis and return us to Eretz Yisrael. Dixiv. And the Zohar Kaddish makes us. Uh, it's well known. Remez. Masha hayuhushi. It says in Kalos what that was, whatever was, is going to be. Rosh Hashanah Moshe and Masha hayuhu is Rosh Hashanah Moshe. Okay, so Moshe is the redeemer that we know. Now, this question, I know I'm going to be bombarded, but just trust me. The question, it sounds like he's asking a question of like, physical biology, like what Shevet is he from? The Archaim HaKadosh understands that when we talk about Mashiach being Moshe Rabbeinu, we're not talking about the body anyway. What the Archaim HaKadosh is asking the following question. On the one hand, the body, we know where the body's coming from. His, take a prick of blood from Mashiach, it's going to be a, a, an anical of, of, of Yehuda, an anical of Dov Melch. That's not the Kasha. The Kasha is, Mashiach himself, the Neshama Mashiach, is a reincarnation of Moshe. That's what the Zara says. But yet, we know that his, that Yichus, he has to come from Davra Melech. Now, again, as we saw from Rabbi Chaim Vital, the body is, is a shell. If, you, if the person is, is coming from Davra Melech, it, it means that the Nisham is also going to be coming from that place too. It can't just be a, uh, you know, a, a hot, you know, the, the body has to have some shaykhis to the Nishama, you know what I'm saying? So it might not be, the, the definition of the person might not be the guf, but it's not a random coincidence what body you have. So, if the guf of David of Mashiach comes from David, it must be that his neshama is related to that place too. 
So how could it be that his neshama is from from Moshe Rabbeinu and and his guf is completely unrelated to and the guf is from David and the neshama is unrelated to that? If his guf is from David and Melch, it must be the neshama is also David and Melchik. So how could the guf be David? So if the neshama is David and Melch, how is it Moshe? What's the that's the kasha? So he says like this: Yesh lechol adas. So says the Rechaim Mekadosh. Here's the key: Ki bechinas nishmas Moshe al v'shalom kalula miyud be shifta Yisrael. So he says like this: Every shevet has its own. Every shevet is 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 one of uh, one of the shvatim, and then you have the uh, children of the shvatim and einaklach, and every single Jew has their neshama as gavavit. But you should know, Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, you know it. It's interesting, you know. Ain avis el shleish. The avis hakdashim are avrinus and Yaakov. That's where Kali Yisrael comes from. <coughs> but you know, Chazal say they'll call malame ben benay tyra is kilo yalda. If you teach someone tyra, it's as if you're their father. So to a certain degree, we come from Avram Avinu. And not, again, as we as as I mentioned, it's not just physically. If our guf, if our bodies come from Avram Avinu, it means our neshama is also to whatever degree come from Avram Avinu. But yet. At the same time, we're also children of Moshe Rabbeinu. Which means that there's going to be, we have to define this a little bit better, but there's, there's going to be some, de, some definition of all of the neshamas of the Jewish people, not only branches and extensions of the, of the shvatim, and extent, who ultimately those shvatim come from the avas, but there's also going to be a sort of more encompassing or a deeper tree that we're all coming from, which is Moshe Rabbeinu. And so whenever you're dealing with what shevet is someone from, there's always two ways to think about that shevet. Are you talking about the shevet as it's extending from the Ovis? Or are you talking about that shevet as it's extending from Moshe Rabbeinu? And those are, they, they overlap, you know what I mean? But those are two different yichasim. The, the, more externally, are you coming, is, is the tree of the shvatim from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, but more internally, more pneumistic, deeper, is that tree of the shvatim as it's coming from Moshe Rabbeinu. So he says like this, Moshe Rabbeinu is a neshama that contains within it, just like the Avis to a certain degree, but it contains within it all of the 600,000, all the shvatim. All the 600,000, which come from 12 branches of the shvatim, all those branches are rooted in what? Not just Avram and Yaakov, they're rooted deeper in Moshe Rabbeinu. V'anaf shifte shel David so when we talk about, let's say, the branch that's called David HaMelech, which is coming from the tribe of Yehuda, there's also the branch of David, the tribe of Yehuda, that is, there's, a, there's, there's a side of that branch which comes from Yehuda, which comes from Yaakov, which comes from Avram Avinu. But there's a deeper dimension to that branch as seen as coming from the, the root of Moshe Rabbeinu. And this is why you'll find with Moshe Rabbeinu in the desert, all the milas that every shevet can claim, Moshe Rabbeinu had all those. Why? Because Moshe Rabbeinu has to be seen as an av to a certain degree of all the shvat. Everything is coming from that, coming from Moshe Rabbeinu. He, he included within himself all those branches of Bekdusha. So here's the Nakuda. David HaMelech himself, the original, David HaMelech himself, and all of his descendants are defined as branches off of that tribe of Yehuda as it's coming from that tree of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. The Chiddush of Mashiach is what? When the coming Mashiach will be revealed in the world, this root, this branch that's called David HaMelech, 
but not the branch of David HaMelech as it's existing in the tree of Avram and Yaakov only. But it'll be that branch of David HaMelech as it exists within the tree of Moshe. That's David HaMelech. So in other words, what the, what the, the Rechaim HaKadosh is telling us is, is that the, 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 when, you, when this stira, is Mashiach David or is it Moshe? The answer is, it's, a retur- it's, it's, it's the return of David, but not, but not simply the return of David as that neshama from the tree of the Avis and the Shvatim, but it's going to be a return of the parallel David of the tree of Maishar Abena. So this is, let's, let's go back. So, 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 who is, so th- when we say that Mashiach is Maisha, it doesn't mean Maisha himself. It means the David of Maisha. The David of Maisha. And when we say that Mashiach is David, it means the David of Maisha. And as well, and as well the David, the return of David Melch himself as the branch of the Shvatim. In other words, let's go back to the Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Gemara said, Rav said, the Rabbanishim is going to give us a Nair David, a new David. A, a new David? If it's new, then he's not David. What does it mean? I mean a new David. According to Arachim HaKadosh, that's exactly what Rav is saying. It is David, but it's, not, but it's not just the David of old. The David of old was a person that contained a Neshama. The, the name of that Neshama was David. But that Neshama was David from the tree of the Shvatim, the tree of the Avisak Tashim. Mashiach is also going to be David, but it's, but it's going to be a deeper dimension of that Nisham of David, a David that's coming from the tree of Moshe Rabbeinu. This is why you can call that Nisham a David, you can also call it Moshe, because it's the David of Moshe. It's the David of Moshe. When, that's what Rav said. Asks Rav Papa to Abayah, yeah, but doesn't the Pasuk say that the original David is going to be the leader always? To that, Abayah answered, no, 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 there's the Iker, the, the Iker leader, that's going to be the new David that Rav was talking about. And then there'll be the vice president aspect of, of, of Mashiach, which is going to be the old David. So in other words, putting it all together based on, based on the Archaim HaKadosh, reading it back into this Gemara Sanhedrin, we have a better picture of what Nishmas Mashiach is. Nishmas Mashiach is, contain, it com, is comprised of two parts. There's the return, a Gilgal of David Melech himself, but, this, but that David Melech is, but that, but Mashiach is also going to be a a, uh, 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 a neshama that has within it a deeper dimension of David. So, in other words, Mashiach is going to be a return of David Melech, as David Melech is on the tree of the Shvatim with the Avis. But it's also going to be a David version, uh, the neshama of David, as that soul exists in the tree of Meishar and that's what it means when the Gemara says, Kesar or Palgi Kesar. And this is why it's not a stira. When we talk about Mashiach being Moshe and Mashiach being David, it doesn't mean it's not Moshe himself. It's not Moshe himself. It's, it's, when, when the Emek HaMelech said that Mashiach is going to be a spark of Moshe Rabbeinu, what does it mean a spark? It means that, it, that there's, there's 600,000 sparks of Moshe. There's, all of Kalah Yisrael are, are, exists as extensions of Moshe Rabbeinu in that deeper tree. So which spark is, Dov, is Mashiach himself? The spark of Mashiach is the David of Moshe. And so this is what Moshe, this is what Moshe Rabbeinu is. And as we have, we have uh, you know, so we have like sort of three neshamas going on over here. You got Moshe himself. Okay, Moshe Emes Vesirasi Emes. That was a one-time deal. It's Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is always Moshe Rabbeinu. But then <coughs> you have David HaMelech. David HaMelech 
at the time was obviously a very big neshama, but that was a neshama that was a, a, a very, very important neshama. In that tree, that's called the Shvatim coming from Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. Of course, behind the scenes, there's always Moshe Rabbeinu is the Rebbe of Kal Yisrael. But in terms of really identifying and saying, like, but which, which you know, is this, is, you know, which, which, which uh, branch of which tree is really, uh, you know, the, the, the soul of this person and dominant in that person, David Melech, the original David, was of the tree of the Avos. Like every, like most of you. The Chiddush of Mashiach is that it's going to be a return of that soul of David, true. But that's going to be sort of the vice president within himself. But the president within himself is going to be the David HaMelech of Meishu Rabbeinu. And so this, this, is, this is who Mashiach is. And again, going back to the Rambam, this is why the Rambam tells us that to believe in Mashiach means you have to believe in a person that, that, that is literally the re- return of David HaMelech, but you have to believe in him through Taras Meishu. You have to believe in him through Taras Meishu. If you just believe in him through Nevi'im, it's okay, but it's not the Shlemus of Amuna in Mashiach. The Shlemus of, to believe in Mashiach, and, and, which means also to, to want Mashiach and to connect to Mashiach, means to believe in Mashiach as it's expressed through the Chumash of Moshe Rabbeinu. Because that's what Mashiach is. Mashiach is Davra Melech, but more than just a return of the David of old, it's, a, it's, a re, it's an emergence of the David of Moshe. The David of Moshe. And that's what we're seeing from the Rechaim HaKadosh. <coughs> so that, and again, that's why it keeps on going back and forth between Mashiach and David, because David is bound. There's two, but the Rama, no, the Ram adds Moshe Rabbeinu, and then he keeps on bringing Mashiach with David. Because, again, the duality of David, and, the, and, and one, one aspect of Mashiach is Dov, the, the old David, and one aspect of Mashiach is this new David. And this new David is the David of Moshe. So that's the Rambam is hinting to, is that you have to connect the Mashiach both in terms of the old David and in terms of this new David through the lens of Taras Moshe, because the new David basically is the David of Moshe Rabbein. Now all of this... Huh? Say it again? Malchus Shebahoid. Oh, tonight you're saying. Yeah, okay. I didn't count yet, so I guess that was a little, yeah, it's not called counting. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's right. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. No, so, uh, uh, no, so I have to think. David of Moshe. Well, not, okay. To figure that out. There's different systems so I think about Moshe Rabbeinu. But one second. So all of this. There, there, there's no halacha l'maisi yet of this. Okay, this is just all. Uh, can't say academic because I don't know if academics uh, do these in Yanam. But uh, but uh, it's all it's all in theory right now. Bez Hashem, what we're going to see next week is what we're just to plot it out a little bit. The next time what we're going to see is why is it that in order for all the iris of Geula to come into the world, this is the type of vessel required. What we just did right now is just to define for us what's the kli for Irish al Mashiach, right? In other words, the kli, the vessel through which the light of Geula could come into the world, is this person called Mashiach, and, to def- and, and he has to be like sort of the vessel to allow the Ur of Geula into the world. What is the vessel? The vessel is David and David Shebemaisha, right? But that is just the vessel to then allow. Irish al Mashiach, the light of Gula into the world, which is what we're going to see, Bez Hashem, next week, is Moshe himself. That's the light of Gula, and we're going to have a better, and to, and to, and to 
And we'll have to understand why is it that the light of Gula, which again, we have to define what that light is, why does it require this vessel? And then we're going to, Bez Hashem, learn what our Avaida is, how can we mimic this in our own Yiddishkeit, in Torah Avaida, and to be able to build ourselves as a David and David Shabbat to allow us to have a little bit of a taste of, of the Arv Mashiach coming through us as well. Okay, that's the plotting it out. But again, uh, stay tuned, I guess. Okay, yeah, Shekayach.